0: Whether you want to start a faith-based business or an online ministry, you've come to the right place. This is the Teresa Blaze Show with your host, Teresa Blaze, where she's bringing her over 20 years of consulting experience to the mic. Now, here's Teresa.
1: Welcome to the Teresa Blaze Show bonus interview, and today I am with Mr. Derek Vidal, of the instagram marketing secrets podcast and you can find him on instagram if that's your thing um at
0: igm secrets
1: igm secrets my bad (laughs) okay igm secrets so derek first of all welcome to the show let me ask this question um because my audience is they're looking to start a faith-based company or an online ministry and they may be looking at instagram going I barely have enough time. I'm neck deep in my business. Why? Instagram?
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of reasons. Instagram is the fastest growing social media platform right now. and it's not as big as Facebook in, in terms of the overall users. and I know it's generally seen as a younger audience, and that's why some people think maybe it's not important for their business. Um, But the thing is, is there still is so many people on there um, of all ages. So you really can find your target market. It's not like you need millions and millions of people in your target market, but you certainly can find plenty of people in your target market, uh, whatever that may be on Instagram. Uh, The other component that makes Instagram really special is that it does have a very strong organic reach. Uh, As long as you do your hashtags properly, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that later in the show, but you really do have the opportunity to find a ton of new accounts and targeted followers, um, even if you don't have a ton of followers to start. So like I was just telling you, Teresa, before we got started here, um, one of my accounts when I was just building had 180 followers and I was still able to get over 1,500 likes on a single post and over 20,000 views because it was a video. So over 20,000 views. That's kind um, of massive. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So such a viral nature to the posts when you do it the correct way. So what I also like to tell businesses too is like you're saying, what if they don't have a lot of time? It's okay if you don't have a lot of time, but at a minimum, I always suggest that people exist on there. So even if all you do is make an account, put your website link down, which helps your search engine ranking, just having that link uh, pointing at your page, that's totally worth it right there. Just going on, throwing in a bio, doing a couple posts, leaving your link on there, and and you don't even touch it after that. That's still so much better than doing nothing at all.
1: What are some of the wrong ways to do posts, and then what are some of the right ways to do posts?
0: Yeah, so it all starts with your account having a theme. So the average Instagram user likes to document their entire life. And that's a totally fine way to own a personal Instagram account. When you're a business account, that's when you want to stray away from posting a picture of your dog. And then the next day, you post a picture of what you ate for breakfast. And then the next day, you post a a faith-based quote, and and the next day you post a picture of your family. If you do that much varying content, the only people who are going to follow you are people who know you because the only people that want to be that involved with your life are going to have to know you. So you have to stick with an account theme. So if you want to make an account where maybe... Your content is you just keep it to I post quotes about faith and then I do little videos where I talk about faith and and that's it. And those are the only two things you do. But you think, well, I also I love yoga. I would love to document that as well. What that means is you need a different account for that. So the first part to it is sticking to some kind of theme because there needs to be a clear answer to why someone should follow you. And if it, if it ends up being all of these different reasons, and then you're not gonna attract the right people. You either need to post content that is educational or entertaining. Those are the two kinds of content that you want, or the two types that you always want to structure um, your posts under and say, is this entertaining or is this educational? And those are the types of content that actually gains followers. And then on how to actually post the content with respect to Instagram's algorithm, I know Facebook does do hashtags, but it doesn't work at all the same as Instagram's hashtags. So basically what a hashtag is for someone who's just hearing about it for the first time is it's a way for you to say what your post is about, but just in a couple words. So for instance, you could post a picture of you in a business suit, and then it says hashtag business person, just to give you a very obvious example there. And these hashtags are how you identify what your content is about, so Instagram knows who to share that content with.
1: Are they similar to keywords in SEO?
0: Exactly, yeah. So it, it's it, it's like a tag on seo when you're making it on a website um, or it's just the keywords that people would search for so if instagram realizes that you like a bunch of posts that have hashtag entrepreneur in them they're going to show you more posts that have hashtag entrepreneur in them so there is a little bit of research to be done with hashtags the simplest way is to find someone in your market who has an account that's similar to what you want, that is doing really well, and then going into their post and looking at the hashtags that they use. That's going to be the simplest way without having to get creative with it yourself.
1: On my Instagram, I have my my name that, uh Teresa plays, and I've actually created it. I've actually linked it over to the Teresa Place Show, the Facebook page, in order to make it a business uh, account. The only things that I am doing, and I, I haven't got, I haven't done it as much because I've been, well, yeah, there's just been a lot of personal reasons. But when I was posting, I was doing a lot of uh, video because of the fact I'm blind. Photos do not work well for me. I guess two, two, two aspects because I know you can post videos. I know there's Instagram TV, and then I know there's Instagram Stories. Help me make sense of this. When to post what?
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So a regular post is the one that appears in your feed. A story post is a post that goes active and it's available to see for 24 hours and then it goes away forever. The story post is generally more used for communicating with your audience. Maybe you want to ask them a question and you want to do that just over the story. The story also allows you to use little features like there's a new quiz feature. So maybe you want to make a, a quiz for your audience to do with an A, B, C, D answer. You can do host a poll on there. Um, there. There's other little features on there that you can do on your story. For the regular posts, the reason why you want to do one of those is because Uh, like your video content, you would certainly want to do it. This is, these are the posts that are always going to be there and they're always going to stay there. Um, and then the only difference with an IGTV post is that these are videos that are longer than 60 seconds. So a regular post is capped off at 60 seconds. If it goes longer, then that's just when you go to IGTV so, um, it, the IGTV posts do appear in your feed the same way though, as your regular posts. They just have a little icon on them that show people that it's an IGTV video so that they know it's going to be longer than 60 seconds.
1: I wanted to, uh, one of the things that we agreed to do, um, and guys, cause I think I figured why not give an example, uh, if, uh, is that we were going to do an audit of my instagram because i am certainly not an expert in this i am (laughs) i prefer to go to the experts and i figured i can learn i can learn and and figure out what my mistakes are so that you guys can better learn from my experience so um my instagram is at Teresa blaze so can we kind of go in there and kind of if you could look at it and tell me what am i doing wrong what am i doing right and how can i improve
0: yeah definitely so we'll just start at the top here so the first thing that people realize about your account is the bio. So the, the biggest mistake that people make with the bio, which you're not uh, necessarily making here, but just to point, put it out there, is their bio kind of sounds like it's a dating profile. <laughs> so you know they put, I, I love uh, hiking, I'm a mom of two, stuff like that. That is fine, again, if you're just trying to make an account that you're just blogging your life and it's just for your friends to see totally fine. In this, uh, market where you're actually building it for a business and you're trying to get a lot of followers, the, the bio should answer who you are and why they should follow you. For, so for yours, it says blogger, podcast, follower of Christ, entrepreneur. Perfect. Um, you're going to put that as your, who you are, and then you're going to put, follow me for, for tips on building a faith-based business or some other reason why they should follow you. You have about 10 seconds before someone leaves your account or chooses to follow you. So it starts with the bio. Second thing is you've got your website in there, perfect. It's not a bad idea to put something of why someone should click your website. So maybe you say, if you want more information, click below and then you put a down arrow. That's just a a, a very simple way of saying it, but obviously you know why someone should go to your website. Don't be afraid to direct them there and sell them why they should click on the website. The next thing we'll get into is just your posts. So the, the thing that I like to say is that if they see your post and they like it, that will give them a reason to go check out your account. But the reason they actually follow you in the end is because of your whole photo collage. So you do want to have some kind of theme to when someone just scrolls down your page. And by the way, it's completely fine to do all videos. Videos trend quite a bit better than photos do on Instagram as well. And a quick little tip with videos too. So in order for Instagram to count a view, on your video, they have to watch the video for three seconds. So, you do want to start your videos on an enticing point that at least captures their attention to watch for three seconds. So, Instagram can count it as a view, which leads to organic reach. So, getting that three seconds of video watching, obviously, you want them to watch the whole thing too, but um, that's just a good point to note. Don't be afraid to start it off on a high or a high energy note to keep their attention. So what I mean by the actual photo collage, when you're looking at it, it's got some kind of pattern to it. So it's um, like, it looks like maybe they're all green photos or you stick to like a color theme. Like, oh yeah, I only post photos that are blue and pink. So when someone goes down your feed, it just looks really pretty, even if they don't go into the post. So if you're going to do the videos, what you can do is you can always have a cool background behind you. Um, and the cool thing with phones, too, is that natural lighting is sometimes the best lighting for the cameras to pick up um, your face and just be a very quality video.
1: My fun is making sure that I have the, because I cannot see, I'm having to go, okay, am, do I have my face fully in the camera? <laughs>
0: Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, you can even have, uh, your husband film it for you too, or throw it on a tripod. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a great idea to even just go outside and maybe have a, a nice background behind you. And it just gives your content that one more aspect of it to be light. So whether they watch the whole video or not, maybe they they're like, They're they're in a rush, right? They're just looking at their phone real quick. They jump on there and they don't even have the opportunity to turn on the audio (laughs) because they're they're at work and they're in a meeting and they're not supposed to be on Instagram, but they are. (laughs) And they're scrolling through and they just see like, hey, I see Teresa talking here and she's in a beautiful location. I'm not even able to turn on my volume right now. That's just one other reason that they could like the post.
1: In light of the fact that a lot of people keep their e- muted, is there a way to uh, take advantage of that caption?
0: You do want to have a good caption that, you know, again, is educational or entertaining and explains your post. The other thing that you want to do is your caption should invite a conversation to happen because comments is just one other way for your material to get spread. So maybe you just have a quick video and then your question is, what do you guys think? Do you agree with this or not? Just something like that sparks people to start commenting. The other app that I bet you really like it's called Blog Easy, V-L-O-G Easy. It creates the the subtitles for you. So it makes your video have subtitles of what you're saying as you're talking. So it's just a very quick way that, yeah, you can instantly just add the text of what you're saying to the bottom of your video. And that goes with the point of what I was saying before. There's a lot of students who like to get on Instagram in class, <laughs> they can't turn on their volume. So it helps to have the captions um, and the text on your video too, for the people who aren't able to turn on volume at that time.
1: Now that we've kind of covered photos, what about stories? or, you know, videos, I mean, um, what about stories? How do we best use stories? You mentioned some of the features of them, but how do you best use them? Um, in light of, um, like for a quality Instagram post.
0: Yeah. So one of the ways that people simply use stories is if you have a piece of content that you want to share, but it doesn't match the theme of your account. So for instance, Maybe your account, you say, I'm just going to only post photos that have a ton of blue and pink in them. Um, just to reference an account here, there's, there's this travel blogger that I follow that is really good at sticking to an account theme. So if you want a little bit more of an example of what I'm talking about, her account is Pilot Madeline. It's P-I-L-O-T-M-A-D-E-I-L-I-N-E. So it's spelled a little bit differently. If you type in pilot, it'll probably come up, but It's cool to see, um, and she just does all blue and pink content. So if she takes a picture that has, it's mostly green, but she still wants to post it, that would be a simple rule for, I have something that I want to post. It doesn't match the rest of the theme of my account, so it's going on my story. The other thing is that the story is where if you ever want to incorporate a lot of text to your audience, you can jump on there, you can just take a picture of, uh, yeah, like I've got my black desk right here. I could put my phone just down on my black desk and take a picture and it will be a completely black background. Right. And then I can just text and put some typing in there. And, um, what you want to do is try to get your audience to respond in questions, right. To, to direct message you back. That's what I'll say is the main theme Uh, Or, the main goal of these stories, um, or, or should be one of the top priorities. The reason why is because there's something that's very big on Instagram called engagement. And engagement means even though someone follows you, what's the likelihood that they see your post, or what's the order that they see your post? So, when you log on to Instagram and you're going down the feed, that first post you're gonna see. Is if you have a best friend on there that you always like their photos, you message them on there and they can see that you guys, you know, engage on each other's content all the time. They're
1: going to show you more of it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Instagram knows to show you that first. And when you send a message, that is one of the quickest ways to build engagement with people. So that's why you wanna use your stories in a way that does spark DMs. So uh, even if you just do video and not text, you can just talk about something on there and then just ask a question to the audience. And there's even a little feature, they're, they're called stickers. Um, if you go on to post a story, um, right up at the top, there's a, a cute little s- smiley face um, sticker there and you can click in there and you can see there's a poll feature there's ask your audience a question feature. There is a quiz feature. There's even a countdown. So if you're doing a giveaway or you're doing something fun, you can even put a countdown to something on your story. Um, and they're always adding new features on there too. Essentially, apart from all the tips that I just mentioned, if you do want to blog your life and like your account is all faith-based, okay, you're only posting just quotes about your faith, we'll say. And you are you're at church and you're having a great time. Maybe the band is just killing it that day and you want to throw a quick story of how well the band is doing and you know that your account just posts faith-based quotes. so it wouldn't really fit on your regular feed. However, it still fits with your audience. That would be a perfect scenario of when you do a story.
1: What I have been doing is, like, I haven't, I had not figured out how to handle the posting side of things, so I I, just, I, I posted a couple of longer-form videos, the 60-second ones, I think. Um, but I've been using my Instagram stories to talk about, like, okay, this is why I believe really that if you're a faith-based company or you're a ministry, you need to start publishing now because the best way to reach people is to, you know, hear from them. And I've been kind of using the Instagram thing, like, as an audio or video Twitter. So would it be better to then theme my content like you were saying? So take some of the ideas that I was talking about in my stories, theme my content and post that. And then anything outside of that theme, like when I'm talking about uh, uh, celebrating Sabbath or something along that line, uh, I would post that as a story.
0: You hit it right on the head there. If you're treating it like an audio Twitter, um, perfect. Uh, that, that's a great way to do it. Um, I would, um, yeah, it's good to do an account theme. Like you were saying, um, with, with your content, it's also like the look of the background too, not necessarily what the content's about. Just so there's like a pretty visual theme to it too. Like if you're just ever having a random thought of the day, like the story is really where you're just blogging your life. Um, or, or even if you just say, I, this question is more just, I just want to ask my current following because stories are more for your current followers. Regular posts are what you post to try to breach out and find new followers. Um, Those have the viral nature to them. The stories don't. Um, It's uh, apart from a couple strategies that I won't get into because they're pretty, um, they, they require quite a bit of explanation Um, you can reach out to me on my Instagram, IGM secrets. If you'd like to ask me a question about how to get people that don't follow you to see your stories. But for the most part, it's just for people that follow you. So basically you're just going to say, this is something that I want to put out into the world. It's going on a regular post. This is something I just want to ask my current audience or just a random thought I'm having today. Not necessarily super professional, Quality content. It, like, I'm just feeling it. I'm sitting on the couch. I got a question to ask people. That's when it would be story. If, if that answers your question.
1: Yeah, actually, it really does. Because I was kind of, you know, because Instagram, the way they structure it as compared to like other social networks is kind of a weird animal. It really is. And so, um you know, I mean, I, I even tried playing with Snapchat and other uh, short form video, and I'm like, I don't get this. You know, I just, it, I was like, I got Twitter. I got Facebook. Instagram was one of those, huh? What about getting followers? Because that's something I'm noticing. Like I'm not getting a lot of um, I mean, I'm getting likes, I'm getting some shares, uh, not as much comments and I'm not getting a whole bunch of followers or I'm seeing it kind of fluctuate.
0: So the first step in getting followers is to answer the question. Why would someone follow me? And I always tell people when they're building their account and they're trying to figure it out, just ask yourself that question and try to come up with concrete answers to that. And those answers to that question will tell you more about what your account's theme should be or what boundaries of content that you should set and and say, I'm not leaving the parameters of these content, right? So you got that question answered. The next part, like we talked about, is that your bio tells them why they should follow you because most of the techniques that people will tell you on how to gain followers don't necessarily gain you followers as much as profile visits. So for instance, if you post a lot and your posts are getting seen by a lot of people, that will give those people the opportunity to say, oh, cool, I'm going to check out her account. And then once they get there, then if they can see a clear defined theme it's clear in the bio why they should follow you and they they know what future content to expect from you that's another big part of it like they're like which just goes hand in hand with the theme then that's how you get a follow so it is their decision ultimately to follow you or not but by posting content out there And doing other things like um, I'll say a commenting strategy that is very big right now is what you would do is you would find accounts in your niche that are doing really well, and we'll say they've got like at least 10,000 followers. So find a pastor out there that is right in line with your message, and you think, hey, I bet a bunch of the people that follow this guy would like my content as well. What you're going to do. Um, you go on their po- on their posts and it, like, you want to do this as soon as they post it too. So you are able to turn on their post notifications. I'll, I'll quickly just explain how to do that. Basically, if you were looking, I'm on your account right now, Teresa, it, I'm already following you. I click on that button saying following and it brings up and it says notifications. I go through and then I can turn on your post notifications. So what that would do is that whenever you would post, I would instantly get notified on my phone, Teresa Blaze just posted something. So you're going to want to turn it on for those post notifications for these big accounts that you follow that are right in line with the followers that you're trying to get. So he posts something, you get on there and you leave a comment and you try to leave a really cool comment, um, you know, again, educational or entertaining, that kind of comment. The reason why is because Instagram has a thing called like top comments. So when you are going down your Instagram feed, it shows someone's post and then it shows the top two comments underneath that. So if you can become one of those top two comments, which basically that means that either a lot of people liked your comment because they thought it was funny or you got a lot of people to respond back to it. Like if you are the person who starts a conversation on one of these big accounts pages. So, you know, they post a, like, what do you guys think about this? And then underneath you put your opinion and it's a few sentences long and then they comment back and then you're just starting this huge discussion thread. Then you're going to be the top comment. So now all of their followers have the chance to see your account and then thus click on it and then assuming when they get to your account that everything looks cool and uniform and something that they want to follow then that's just one way one other way that you can really um try to get a lot of new people visiting your profile when you're new apart from just posting all the time
1: um i have a uh podcast. Well, not aside from this one, I have the Unresolved Life podcast. So I deal with answering some of life's most difficult questions. So I'm actually like in the ministry uh, game, so to speak. Um, I don't have an Instagram for that. So if I was to set something like that up, or I don't even have an Instagram for the Teresa Blake show, but that's going to be actually coming real soon. Um, If I was to actually set something like that up, what would be say the first few steps that I would? I would take, uh, obviously, theming the show. Now, if I were to do a theme, would I want to, because my podcast covers a lot of different topics, how would I handle that?
0: Essentially, you can still explain the major topics that are covered over your podcast. And if you still feel like it's not fully encompassing everything you're about, then you could say, and more (laughs) at the end or something like that. But just give them a short, I think you got 160 characters in your bio to explain the podcast. And then you're going to say to listen, click below. Um, Now, something you might like, Teresa, is if you have multiple different listening platforms, you can create what's called a link tree. So a link tree, because Instagram gives you one link. And if you got a lot of people that like to listen on Apple podcasts, and you got a lot of people that like to listen on Spotify, and you don't want to just link one of them, Um, It's really easy. You just go to uh, linktree.com. It's free. You build it. It, It's super self-explanatory. And it basically just makes a one-page thing. So like I did this for my podcast too. Um, It says, listen to my podcast below. They, They click on it. And then it goes to a page where it says, listen on Apple Podcasts, listen on Spotify, listen on Stitcher, whatever. And then you link all of those different ones. So you might like that. Um, the other thing you're going to do is you're going to create your first, at least six posts. Um, and these six posts, um, you're going to try to go for an account theme. The thing I want to mention is because I keep talking about account theme, it takes about 30 posts until you figure out your account theme. At least you, it is totally okay to just start posting, not knowing what your theme is going to be seeing what gets likes, seeing what gets comments, and adjusting from there. So you can even, like my IGM secrets is not a bad example of this. You can go to the bottom and you can see where I was just posting random stuff. I didn't know what I wanted to post yet. And then all of a sudden now I just go with a white to blue theme. So I post a photo with a white background. I post a photo with a blue background. I post a photo with a white background. I post a photo with a blue background. And that's like what I finally arrived at as my theme. So you can see exactly what I'm talking about on there. You can also scroll down and you can do this on like any major account. Like the first post is to figure it out. So never get, you know, paralysis by analysis and saying, I don't know what my theme is yet, so I'm not going to post anything. You post and then you discover your theme.
1: If you were to leave them with one final reason to start using Instagram versus the other social networks or rather should they use Instagram in in exclusion to the other social networks?
0: Yeah, I would say um, if you have already got something that's working for you, maybe you're doing great on Facebook. I I would keep it the same. Uh, And then I would exist on Instagram. If Facebook is not working for you and you're not finding a bunch of new people, um, then Instagram is certainly like, like we've been saying, like when you first jump on there, it's a new platform, it will confuse you a little bit. But at the end of the day, Instagram has about a 10th of the features that Facebook does, um, and maybe even less. So once you do figure it out, it, it is a simpler platform. And it does have a huge viral nature to it. Once you get the hashtags down and that's something that I could go on forever about on how to do hashtags. But me- message me if you want more info on that. Um, I'd say no matter what, it's always worth existing on. And to those of you that are thinking, "Hey, my target demographic is is 45, and 45 year olds aren't on Instagram," I, I would say two things to that. One, there are a lot of 45 year olds on there, so that's kind of ruled out right there. But the other thing is. If you're in this business for the long term or you see yourself doing your business for 5 to 10 years down the road, how many people that are on Instagram right now are going to be in your target market down the road? And you don't want to be late coming into here. Okay, the, the sooner you get into Instagram, the easier it is because over time, as more people follow more accounts and more people post more things on more hashtags, it just gets a little bit more saturated. And it still is far from it right now. But the iron is hot on Instagram. It's the fastest growing platform. No matter what, I would go on there and mess with it. And even if you do six posts and create a bio and a link, that's so much better than doing nothing. But I really feel that in the coming years, if you want to protect your business for the long run, you don't want to just exist on one platform, um, you, you want to exist on multiple. You want to exist. You want to have a website. You want to have an email list. You want to have a Facebook. You want to have an Instagram. Because the truth is, is over time, uh, some people say, "You know what? I'm done with Facebook. I'm going to delete it. I just like Instagram." And you don't want to have a client that you only have one source of contact for, because that means that you are one step away from being out of contact with them. So no matter what, Instagram makes sense for any business, wherever you're at, wherever target demographic you're at, should at least have one.
1: I think you've pretty much made the case. Um, I know that Instagram likes to update their stuff a lot. And believe me, I've been following stuff. So uh, should they release any new features that need to be or any issues that need to be addressed, are you willing to come back and let's, and let's deal with that? Absolutely. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, guys, this has been an incredible um interview. I have enjoyed it. I've gotten a lot out of it. I'm going to be going in and revamping a couple things on my profile that were pointed out. And uh if you want to get better at your Instagram, then you need to follow this guy. Um he, it's uh he runs a podcast and I mean I'm well <laughs> I have about oh, 19 episodes to go. <laughs> I literally downloaded his batch content and started going through it one by one by one.
0: That's awesome.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know, so I have about 19 of these things to go. Um, If you really want to get better at your Instagram, check out the Instagram Marketing Secrets podcast. It is well worth your time. And if people want to get in contact with you, how can they do so?
0: Yeah. So the the simplest way is my IGM Secrets Instagram account. And I'll warn you, when you go over there, I have 380 followers. I know it doesn't look like a ton. I have lots of accounts that have tens of thousands of followers. So more this Instagram Marketing Secrets podcast account is for messaging current listeners. So um, you can head over there, shoot me a DM. Um, the podcast is totally free too. And I just unveil Basically everything that I know about Instagram, and it's a good place to keep up with uh, any changes that they do to the algorithm, as well. But yeah, IGM Secrets on Instagram is definitely the easiest way to get a hold of me.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Derek, thank you so much for coming on the show.
0: Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me, Teresa. It's been a pleasure.
1: Well, guys, this has been the Teresa Blaze Show. As I, I, I mean, you've heard me talk about this before be consistent, choose your platform, and go with it. And so I'm Teresa Blaze. This has been the Teresa Blaze Show. Let's go do this thing.